When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. Not only is the Bob and Tom Show live every weekday morning, but every afternoon we'll give you a little extra in case you missed anything. On the big show today, Mini Kiss, The Wrestling Bear, and Donnie Baker. All coming up right after this. Come, fair lady, to mine bed. We go. And verily sweet pleasures we shall know Yet where thy belly meets thy limb I beseech thee give a trim For thy bush doth overflow <laughs> Milady doth have a 70s muff <laughs> A 1470s muff <laughs> Zounds it is prickly as a Christmas wreath. <laughs> Think it might hide some baby birds beneath. <laughs> Pray, shave it off to make a coat. There are fur balls down mine throat, short and curlies twixt my teeth. I sayeth not thy is her suit, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it looketh like thou hast buckwheat in a leg lock. <laughs> <laughs> but soft, what hair through yonder girdle grows? To be or not to be put in cornrows. Oh, it is beastly and unruly. And it smelleth of patchouli, <laughs> and that offends my nose. I sayeth not thou art furry down there, but it doth resemble Fidel Castro eating a London broil. Medieval bush. <laughs> now some more Bob and Tom. This is Bob and Tom Extra. There's nothing. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey. There's Jeff Oskay. J.O. baby. J.O. Jess Hooker joins us. Hi. Jess has the uh, frontier uh, little house on the prairie dress on. <laughs> Don't you think? No. I call this my Elaine dress. This is uh, oh, Seinfeld okay. Elaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little, little. yeah. Hi, Ace Cosby. A.C. E. <laughs> A-C-E. Yeah, but Ace is already a nickname. J-O. Well, he's J-O. I want to be A-C. Be careful. I'll blurt out the real one. Be careful. I'm Chick McGee, and here's... You want to be A-C? Tom is now. Yeah, because he's cold. <laughs> okay, um, well, we have a lot to get to here. Um, you missed our mini kiss hunk. I have a follow-up, and What's I don't know if this is true or not, but let's start. There is uh, a kiss tribute band... Called Mini Kiss, and right. they are made up of 
little men, people. Men that are short of stature. Right. Little people. No, not just short people. Little, little right. people. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And they set the record, the Guinness World Record, for the shortest band, band male. At just over four feet. Okay. Four and a half feet. Okay. Evidently, according to a guy named David, this email just in, one of the members, his name is Mike, in Minikiss, is the actor that was tossed in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. Wow. They, okay. they had him come over to the office. And this guy, it's all about the music. <laughs> well, I mean, they a, admit a, they're a, entertainers. They a, don't. A gig say is a gig. Boy, entertainers yeah. a stretch. I mean, I bet the gigs are few and far between. Did you ever host a uh, little person tossing? No, I would not do that. I do not approve of that. But I mean, there are two sides to that. I mean, for you know, for the one guy's going to go, hey, you put on a helmet, you get, get a nice check. <laughs> same time i think it's where else are you gonna make that kind of money yeah. I, just, I just think it's kind of soul killing yeah. awful no i i did not host a bear wrestling event but i attended i, I was there a ace, bear wrestling I wrestled, ace the bear. wrestled the bear ace wrestled the bear yeah there you go that's where oh, he is on uh, is the bear wearing some kind of I, he had a muzzle on <laughs> i think he had a muzzle yeah he dated oh, pretty he, much no here here's I, something i went in i went in and thinking i'm gonna pick this thing up and slam it no. No. <laughs> it the same there... size as you? No, bigger. Oh, my gosh. Was there, was there an odor? Just musty fur. That's <laughs> 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 my, my understanding. That in the wild. Yeah, and I'm guessing that's not the first time you smelled musty fur. <laughs> yeah. Am I right on that? Whoa. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great name. It for was the 80s. So. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I when, there were protesters uh, when I was there, mm-hmm. you could barely get into the uh, tavern, but that's where the liquor was. That's why I went. <laughs> and uh, it, to go out and make it a good day with this thought in your fact in your head. If the bear's not wearing a muzzle, uh, they've taken all his teeth out. Yeah. 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 Oh, jeez, oh, that's yeah. awful. It was awful. It's a gummy bear. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Hey, that's, hey, come on. Hey, we're done now. Bravo. <laughs> that was a yeah. No, no. Number one. Yes. Home run. Home run. Is yeah, it's right. my understanding that in the wild, bears really smell bad. <laughs> There's no showers in the Probably. forest. They're bathing in the stream. You mean, think you think the wolves and the raccoons smell good? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Comparatively. Okay. And of course the fox has to smell the best. I'm sure. Yeah. Well groomed. Fox on the run. Right. Foxy. Uh, I found this out the hard way. I was trapping raccoons. Um, <laughs> well, this just last week. Right? Well, I well they were eating all my chickens, so mm-hmm. I started trapping them, and I would drive them out and leave them in a used car lot. And I, I'm pretty sure they. I found their way back, but uh, I put them in the trunk of my car, obviously in a cage. Sure, uh, not even thinking like, oh, they're going to release everything right. they have oh. into the trunk of my car, and so it's. I'm pretty sure it still smells like raccoon. Yikes! Mm. Wow, yeah. Rac- raccoon scat. Uh, more, more urine. Oh. <laughs> We've had that here. We know what that smells even like. Even worse. Oh. This always had... reminds me of the same story. Yep. Chick and I thought it would be really funny. Yes, we did. Uh, there was an employee here who had a very, very large 
donkey. Donkey, I believe it was called a... <laughs> the breed is a mammoth jack. Mammoth jack. This thing was huge. Oh, it's on an album, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a picture. Uh, there's a picture of me with a donkey. And so we... I'll put it up on my Instagram. There's a... It's all about you. <laughs> there's a great shot. So Chick and I are parading this thing outside, and there's a really funny shot. That's right. You know, Bob with the microphone, and there's this huge donkey head looking in the window. But then we thought, let's, then, t- let's bring it inside. Right. This not, is, not thinking. This is the brilliance of Tom Griswold. Where would it be? Make the perfect picture opportunity in, in the general manager's office. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah, so of we have a. There's obviously a wheelchair ramp to get up here. So we were able to get the donkey. Again, this thing is the size of a horse. Okay. So you get it in the building, and the whole time I'm thinking, God, I just hope this thing doesn't poop. He was reasonably uh, tame and cooperative. Yeah, very yeah, cooperative. Was great. And yeah. a beautiful animal. Anyway, so we get into the general manager's Photogenic. office. Photogenic. We take we take this very funny picture in the general manager's office, yeah. you know, with all of this crap on the wall. Put the donkey behind the desk. It was various various awards, you know, sales god, you know. And, and then, then we we take the thing outside, and the minute we get outside, this I will thing, never forget it. It imagine turning on five hoses at the same time. <laughs> And, and there it, was something physical physical that went on with the donkey before it, he urinated. Uh, it was unbelievable. It, it came out mm. of like, it was almost like a robotic, you could almost hear the <laughs> yeah. as it came out and then started urinating. This thing what? was as big around as a dinner plate. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a large. It was amazing. amazing. The, 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 the larger point here is the quantity of urine. I was thinking... It never dawned on me he might pee inside the building. It's not a dog. If he, he would have done that in the general manager's office, it would have been two inches deep in there. Oh, we would have had. We would have had to. Oh, it been new drywall, yeah. <laughs> new carpeting, yep. new desk, a whole, a whole thing. But it never occurred to me. No, but it was house trained. I don't think that. I don't think she actually brought this into her house because this thing was huge. Uh, I don't know if you uh, remember her. I What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Certainly. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie. How are you? I'm good. You're talking about donkeys. I want to call in real quick about the Kentucky Derby. Okay. Well, I ain't going after last year's fiasco. I'm done. I got seats last year in the International Special Guest Section. Right. Artisan 
State Department cooperative let's live off foreigners thing. Uh-huh. And I was seated behind what I can only describe as like fourth piece of the Chinese women's basketball team. Oh, really? <laughs> I couldn't see nothing. My 80 cousin Lonnie got lucky. He was behind the Chinese gymnastics team captain. She's about the size of a chihuahua, so he could see horses real good. But the she beast I was stuck behind was like the Andre the Giant of the Chinese hipsters. Really? <laughs> Huskier and had way more facial hair. And on top of that, she was sporting a hat the size of a Chinese spy balloon. That's pretty god. So the reason I like the Derby is to put a little action down on the ponies or donkeys or whoever's running this year. Yeah. And I was looking at the paper and I want to call in my picks for the Derby this year. Oh, great. Well, with 20 to 1 odds, I got to go with confidence game. Because when it comes to winning the Derby or picking up chicks who are fire ass hard, it's all about the confidence game. How else do you explain Pete Davidson? <laughs> <laughs> and this year, a lot of people are liking Forte at 3 to 1. But I ain't betting on no horse named after a Korean car, you know? Just <laughs> ain't Christian. Hmm. Well, that's why I was coming I'm putting all my money on tap it twice. I said like this. Last time I tapped it twice, Angel Skinner's had to leave on a gurney. Swear to God. Just like that donkey, I'm a giver to the liver. All right. Thanks. Thanks, so. Donnie brought up an interesting point, though. Why hasn't there been a Disney movie yet where a donkey runs in the Kentucky Derby. There has to have been uh, one. Uh, feel great. good. Are you yeah. sure there hasn't been one? I don't know. I feel and, like there is. And uh, they, he wins the I'm not, uh what was the the one with Toby Maguire? Secretary? No, it was uh what was that called? Hot to trot? No. Seabiscuit. <laughs> Seabiscuit. Uh, yeah. Well that's a serious movie. I know that's why I wanna why hasn't Disney done this? They had Gus the donkey the field goal kicking mule. That was a movie. <laughs> He can kick field goals. He can run in the derby. What's it called? Um, if there wasn't a writer's strike, you could sit down and write this right go. now. Racing stripes? Uh, no, that's a zebra. That's a zebra. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to dig up the photo. <laughs> totally different. We'll have to dig up the photographs of this donkey that we had in the building. It, it, I have it. It'll be on an Instagram. Huge, huge donkey. <laughs> now, um, speaking of great weather, am I correct in saying that they're expecting really good weather for the uh, coronation as well as the Kentucky Derby? I believe so, yes. Well, we got an interesting uh, connection with uh, the coronation and dogs in the news. Are we are we done with sports? Yes, sir. Yeah, we played the outro and everything. Okay. Experts in the UK are cautioning pet owners against bringing their dogs to coronation events. Dog behaviorist Caroline Spencer told the mayor, quote, I do not think dogs should be taking to be taken to the coronation unless they are service or assistance dogs. London will be extremely busy, and this can be stressful for dogs, particularly those prone to reactivity. Now, does this include Camilla? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. man. You are pounding away at it today. I'm sorry. This royal family crap. I just... <clears throat> People could easily step on their paws by accident, not notice them. You might encounter other dogs in a confined space, which, of course... Could start a dog fight and more. What about uh, service animals? What about they said uh, that's okay. She said that in the story. (laughs) She starts talking. I stop listening. I don't care. (laughs) What is going on? Did you guys see the prank in the lawn at the coronation? Somewhere, wherever the coronation is happening, someone mowed a giant penis into the lawn. (laughs) What? How did we miss that? What? That I haven't seen that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they did. That. It's uh... now, Jeff. When you uh, mow a penis into a lawn, do you use GPS or do you eyeball it? 
I eyeball it. But I did learn this uh, back when I landscaped. If you really hate somebody, uh, you can just take like lawn killer, like yeah. on the spray, oh, yeah. and then just draw it in their front yard at night. And then two days later, they have a dead yard full of designs. <laughs> well, yeah. I, um, oh, this is from this, the uh, New York Post. Yeah. Be, yeah, go ahead. Cocky pranksters moved a giant motor cocky. Giant penis, really says cocky. Yeah. Onto the famous the grounds of the Royal Crescent in Bath, England, where the Bath was originally, where a significant coronation party set to be thrown in just two days. Residents woke uh, yesterday morning to uh, morning wood, it says in the story. It's unclear if law enforcement is handling the case. Fancy homes that date to the 18th century from a crescent on the, the street known worldwide for having perfect lawns. Oh, here, well, here you go, Tom. Uh, by gosh, that is uh, rudimentary at best, but there it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There That's you go. primitive. Yeah, Looks like great. an early cave painting. <laughs> Christy Lee at the uh, at the Bob and Tom news desk, and uh, Christy is going to be going to a. Um, What's this party called tomorrow? Pajamas and pearls. Pajamas and pearls. I have to be honest. I'm a little jealous. People, <laughs> people sitting around talking about England and watching the coronation. Oh, it's a wonderful time. I'll be doing that with my dogs, but they. Won't and we be have all English that. food. We have scones. We have tea. We have mushy peas. We'll have sticky quiche. toffee pudding. Yes, it's great. <laughs> Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this starts at five twenty in the morning Eastern yeah. time. Okay. Well, you got to. Are you going to get up and watch this, Jay? Uh, I'm up anyway on the weekend. He'll watch. That time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, crowned <laughs> until uh, I think like yeah, he hasn't been eight, eight crowning for about what seventy five years. Oh my! <laughs> Last time he crowned. You know there had to be an issue with those ears, huh? Yeah, well, go ahead. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of okay, screaming. It's gonna be a big push, Liz. Yeah, Come on, baby. It's, it's, it's the future king, babe. Ride it. Let it ride rip. It. Oh, my ears caught. Hang on. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'll be not watching. Thanks. Uh, what else is happening in the no, news, Christy Lee? Saturday's brutal. You'll be a lacrosse game. I got a human pool. Apparently, I've got now uh, lacrosse, swimming, uh, 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 soccer. How do you do? You That's, have a, do you have a schedule? Is it in the house somewhere, like on a chalkboard? And then you have date night, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I forget all these things. I never remember what's going where. Who? Do you have a date night ever? Uh, it depends on the on what's going on. I think maybe tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. you got to use the sexy talk. You got to try to get that works every time. You got to try the sexy talk. Do you, yeah. do you plan your dates in advance? You like get to I don't get think special. Tom, I don't think Tom plans them. Uh, you, you'd be surprised. Really? I, 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 I bet I would. What if you have in mind? No. <laughs> I uh, well, I talked to your significant other at that uh, that uh, charity function we mm-hmm. did, and uh, she was telling me when you were sick last week. Uh, she got I, I, I get up and I go downstairs and she. she Says, well, what the hell is he still here? <laughs> she's, she's walking around, and yeah, she said he never misses work. So yeah. she but said that she issue. made you some bone broth. It was delightful, yeah, yeah. and fed it to you. That's oh. not true. <laughs> 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 Well, you know, the trick to a good date is you you ask her, uh, you say, hey, what's your favorite place to go? And then when she says that, you're like, that's where we're going. That's, that's amazing. And then that's and then that's how you know. This yeah. is karma. This that fate. Is, that is good. Yeah. Yeah. You mm. don't ask her where she wants to go. You say, hey, what's your favorite place? And then when she says. Go, try that. And then you go, oh, that's where we're going. And then you try to get reservations and you can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get first of all, really quick. first yeah. of all, we're going to have to get the plane to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it for another Bob and Tom Show Extra. Catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. For Bob and Tom Extra, this is Christopher. Take care, everybody. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.